0: What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Anthony and Michelle, and we are discussing the first episode in the highly anticipated Game of Thrones spinoff. It is titled House of the Dragon. It premiered last night, and I was blown away.
1: Fantastic. It was really, really good. It was
0: really good. And I know a lot of us were gun shy about this series because of. You know, the last season or two of Game of Thrones, depending on who you talk to, you know, kind of like, okay, what are they going to do with this spinoff? Is it going to be good? Should I be weary? And when I tell you. When I started watching it, even that first that introduction before they really got into the episode, I remember feeling the way I felt when I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones. 10 years ago I sat there at the TV and I was like oh okay oh they they start now with some intrigue okay this is interesting and like literally sucked in for the entire episode I watched it twice last night
2: they pulled us right in like in no, that environment
0: no hesitation no hesitation <laughs> you see the memes today the meme game has been strong today and somebody was like somebody's meme said uh you know Game of Thrones fans after the last season like and then after House of the Dragon, like, all right, bitch, I'm in. <laughs> That's
3: literally <laughs>
0: what the means I'm like,
1: never watching another Game of Thrones thing every year. Oh my
0: god, I, it's amazing. Right,
3: right. <laughs> and I had
0: some people like that. Somebody else said the same thing. They were like, you know, Game of Thrones fans after the last season, like, we're we're gone. And then once the House of the Dragon trailer dropped. Go you know, somebody putting a targaryen flag on their house i was like i feel like i need to go buy one and put it on my house
1: i had, I pulled out the undersized targaryen shirt you know? <laughs> it
0: looks good on you though very appropriate oh, i have sure. i have on one that says everything is better with wine in the belly it's one of Tyrion's <laughs> quotes but i don't have anything for house of the dragon yet i will have something by next week so yeah but um let's talk about this episode Because I'm not familiar with the books as much. I've only read like the very first Game of Thrones book. And then once I heard about how the story started deviating from the books, I was like, okay, I'm not going to worry about the books for now. There's still a lot of them. He's still writing one. So I was like, I'll catch up on the books later. Then I found this, the Fire Mm -hmm. and Blood book in the thrift store a few weeks ago. I think I paid less than $3 for this and this like in brand new condition. But I was still like, okay, I don't want to be spoiled. I'm not going to read the story until after the show is over because from what I understand, the way that this book is written out, it's basically like the history of the Targaryens. It's more story-
1: like an encyclopedia than yeah. it is the actual mm-hmm.
3: uh,
0: yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to wait until the show starts. And, you know, once it finishes, I'll go ahead and read it. After the episode last night, I was in my bed at two o'clock in the morning, two thirty in the morning. I'm supposed to be going to sleep so I can get up for work. And I literally just thumbed through it. And I was like, OK, so where is the chapter that it talks about? And then I was like, OK, let me read the first page.
3: <laughs> and I, read oh. like,
0: <laughs> I read like 12 pages and I was like, I've got to go to bed. But yeah, sucked in. I am all in, just completely, completely.
1: Yeah, it's it's like a really good feeling to be back in that world. It is like opening it is. scene, and and like we always wanted dragons, and then
3: we have ten of them. Start
1: with dragons.
0: <laughs> we have ten of them. Yes,
1: <laughs> Dragons. That scene was start so beautiful.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: And she had, and, and I like how they have different dragons. Like they don't look the same. Mm-hmm. Like her dragon looks a little different than the other dragons,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, Actually, Damon's dragon.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. just just seeing them interact with the dragons is just I, I'm just I'm, I'm so like they, right. it could go down. He go from the day, I'd be fine <laughs> as long as they give me more dragons.
0: Right, and like I said, we have ten of them in this series. So, yes. yes, this is great. And then it's like they're not all tethered to one person.
3: Mm-hmm. They're, you
0: know, they're tethered to different people. And I mean, even there, I guess that w- those were the dragon trainers. Like you see the dragon sitting there, kind of sort of communicating with the trainers, and the trainers are talking to them. He's training an apprentice and they're talking to the dragon. It's like the dragon is very much understanding what's going on and when he's told to go into his little cave he walks on into his cave and he does what they've trained him to do and I have a feeling that's probably not gonna last because a well, dragon well, is a knowing
1: beast. <laughs> knowing where the story is going mm-hmm. the dragons are gonna have to have their own personalities mm-hmm. and they're all got to be tied to particular people right because of where you know when we get to the dance of dragons and they're just all fighting each other that's going to be a thing
0: yeah now how familiar are you with the book story the with the book canon
1: um i'm only three and a half i stopped halfway through the fourth book okay and i haven't picked it up since
0: okay so have you read the story at all in uh, fire and blood
1: i have it in my um look which i haven't charged in like a year so (laughs) i haven't, haven't, haven't had a chance to look at it okay okay and i'm tempted to go ahead and get it in my on my ipad but i'm, I'm still waiting I don't, I don't know i'm still deciding i think i want to wait to see this play out because i kind of know the story a little bit okay but i want to see how they do it on the show before i read the book before i start reading the stories
0: yeah well i will say from what i've read so far they're staying for the most part accurate there are some things that they've changed there are some characters or some histories that they kind of altered um I guess for time's sake because like when we're introduced to the story in the beginning you have King Jaehaerys who is trying to decide on a successor between uh Viserys his who is in the book his grandson and then Queen Raina who I mean excuse me.
1: Lady. Rain, Raina.
0: Lady Raina, who is, I believe, his... R-
1: Rhaenyra's? Yeah, Rhaenyra's. Rhaenyra's. No, Rhaenerys is, his... is
0: the younger one. Raina is the one that's married to um, Corliss uh, I think. No, Rhaenyra's is
1: yeah. married to Corliss and Rhaenyra is his daughter.
0: Yes, okay, you're right. The, it, okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. They're not, very close in names.
0: They are. Isn't there a <laughs> yeah. Raina in the series, too?
2: Um,
1: they may be later.
0: I think. Okay, okay, okay. So it's gonna be a minute to keep you know keep track of all these names. We this one here Andrews is like too. okay,
1: what was that name again? Oh, what I, was that name again? I wrote, so wrote them down. I had, down.
2: Down. Oh, I had to write them down because they were just too close to each other. I was like, let me write this down. Right.
0: So I think in the
1: book Re- Re- series, Reineris, is... and. The series are cousins. They mm-hmm. are Jaharis's grandchildren.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: She's the oldest granddaughter, and he's the oldest grandson.
0: Right, because she's the she's the daughter of the oldest son, I think, mm-hmm. and I then think so. he's the he's the son of the younger son. Both yeah. of those sons died, which is why the succession was in question in the first place. Yeah. Now, in the books, um. Her son was the one that they were trying to um put in the line of succession against Viserys. So, you know, they kind of eliminated that whole that whole thing. And then, you know, of course they aged up some of the characters because Queen um Queen Emma was eleven when she and Viserys got married. And he was already, I think, like in his late teens, early twenties. You know how they do that thing. So I'm glad they aged yes. him up you know so um yeah they made a few differences in that sense but for the most part I think they kept the core of the story intact enough for it to make sense when they translate it to the screen just from what I've read before but the characters
1: and and one of the things that I do know is they said the way the book is written it allowed for them to make changes and elaborate on some things
0: mm-hmm.
1: that he didn't really elaborate on. So,
0: yes, I we'll, I, I we'll can see, see that. Yeah. yeah, and I'm 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 only a few. I think by the time, let's see where I am in the reading, it's probably only about maybe a third of what the episode um gave us. So yeah. the episode is moving fairly fast. I feel like they set a good pace with it though, because for this being a whole new set of characters, you know, this story takes place 172 years before Daenerys' time. And they make sure that they tell us this in the beginning of the episode. I feel like they paced it very well. I felt like they did a really good job of explaining the dynamics and what was going on without overly explaining it you know, it's like they gave us enough history for us to understand, oh, okay, so this whole thing with the line of succession, this has been an issue before, and this is why it's going to be such a big deal in this time. So, Mm -hmm. I
2: think they They really... They did a great job setting it up Mm -hmm. and also getting us invested in the characters and also being prepared for the conflict that's going to be coming up. Yeah. Quite interesting.
1: I I, I think they also did a good job of one of the things that may have drawn us in is they echoed some of the things that we are familiar with, especially mm-hmm. characters, because that's where Otto Hightower is like a discount little finger.
3: <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: he really is. And and I can feel a little bit of um, Jamie in, uh Damon, just a little bit. I think for let me
0: see. Who does Damon remind me of?
1: I feel a a little bit of Jamie in him.
0: I don't know because I feel like, okay, I feel like the characters share that arrogance as far as them being, you know, top of their game. But where Damon seems to be more on the cruel and violent side, I think Jamie for the most part, at least what I gathered from his character watching it, the stuff that he did do, he did it for show or for loyalty and not because he enjoyed it i get the feeling that damon enjoys the pain that he inflicts
1: when we first meet jamie the show that he puts on feels like what we get from um damon but you're right damon is genuine
0: yeah i because i was i never got jamie was
1: we didn't really know that Jamie's was kind of for show sure or fake until later.
3: Mm-hmm. But In the
1: beginning, Jamie was completely arrogant. I'm better than you. I'm going to do what I want to do and treat everyone how I want to treat them.
2: And push a little kid out the window. And he
1: pushed a little kid out the window. That's true. It's early That's true. Jamie, but he changed as it went on,
2: yeah. like
1: the facade kind of went away.
0: Yeah, but even with even with what he did with Bran, I never looked at that. That wasn't something that he did out of enjoyment or fun, for fun. That was something that he did to protect his family. Yeah.
2: You and know, and was, the thing, and yeah. the thing, with but he was him. smiling when he did it. So I'm just a little concerned. He was about
0: talking that. to Cersei, so it's, okay. okay.
2: But but the thing about
1: Damon, because we'll probably get into this, is Damon. <laughs> he he shows you that he's caring and kind and Mm -hmm. tender he has those Mm -hmm. moments where you can tell that he loves his family and he cares about them Mm -hmm. he shows you that side of him which is very similar to jamie you see that in jamie as well Mm -hmm. despite all the other stuff they still have that he's not doing it really because he's cruel Mm -hmm. that's just how he is um but in those moments of of like trying to get Um, Rhaenyra to do what she needed to do because her father couldn't. Mm -hmm. You know, at the funeral, yeah, and the look on his face before he gave his speech in the in the whorehouse Mm -hmm. (laughs) that he got banished for, basically, yeah. You see those moments of tenderness, like even when he was talking to um, King Viserys before he basically banished him, he was basically saying, "Look, I'm your brother. Mm -hmm. I'm here for you." Right, but you're treating me like shit. Right, so whatever comes back is going to come back because of how he was being treated.
0: Yeah, you know. And it and it's interesting because you see the relationship between the two brothers, even even when Damon is there with the small council and he is being a total jerk to Lord Hightower, the king is still backing him up. He was like, "Look, mm-hmm. you know my brother likes to rile you. Why why do you let him? Like he never." <laughs> He never publicly admonishes his brother, you know, that's the thing, you know, and, and you think about the kings and stuff before that or that we're used to in Game of Thrones, like Robert Baratheon, he would call out Joffrey in a heartbeat, you know, talk about how disappointed he was or, you know, you let this little girl beat you just that kind of belittling in front of everybody and you don't get that vibe with Viserys and his brothers like when he does say something to him it's kind of gentle or he does it behind closed doors but he never just like they never publicly go at each other up until that moment in the throne room so you get that there is more of a brotherly bond there Mm -hmm. than than we're used to seeing i i guess in, in in some ways that you could say and um
1: and I have but some. They choice, really
0: respect each other. Some choice
1: words about Otto Hightower because he's, we will
0: get it. We will get into yeah. no, we will get into we, Otto, we, Otto Hightower we'll because I have I, a Otto. lot of things to say about this man. A <laughs> lot of things to say about him.
1: Discount Littlefinger. Yes. Great value, Littlefinger, as Mike would say.
0: I would count him worse. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get into it. To me, he's worse than Littlefinger because the things that yes, Littlefinger. Manipulate situations you know to try to uh, better himself and to try to uh you know um raise himself up but the things that he did and the people that he betrayed or that he um manipulated they weren't family this dude here
2: his own family
0: is basically whoring his daughter out to the king after the queen dies, oh, yeah, you might want to go comfort him and wear your mother's dress. I said, This, what Is really? This what doing? You want to know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of um Anne Boleyn's father in the Tudors. The way he did his first daughter, he had her play the whore to King Henry. And then when Henry got bored with her, he basically turned to Anne and was like, Okay, your turn. That was the vibe I got from Lord Otto Hightower, which is weird because at first, the way he speaks to his daughter in the in the early part of the episode, you get the feeling that he really, you know, that he cares about his daughter, you know, he, that he favors her. And then when he said that at the end, I was like, ah, uh, okay. I was like, I think I see where this is going now.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: because you, tra- you, you about to try to make your daughter the new queen
2: yep the very next day almost
0: was it even the next day like oh my goodness I think I think a few days had passed between when the queen passed and the uh the funeral but yeah I was like dude the body is not even cold Like literally the body might still be out there burning. They burned her with dragon fire. (laughs) So literally the body may not be cold. And you're already sending your daughter who in the books is supposed to be like early teens. But of course that's what they did back then. These gross, like, so when I read the story, Viserys was wed to Queen Emma or she was Princess, or, or Lady Emma back then, she was only 11. They didn't even consummate the marriage until two years later, until she started her period. And the speculation in the book is that the reason why she had so many stillbirths and miscarriages and why you know her, her one son didn't make it out of the cradle is because she was too young to have been wed and procreating. Duh, you think? But anyway. Yeah, Lord Otto High Tower. So he is um, the hand and, of the king.
1: Yes. And he has been, it seems like, manipulating the situation between Vasiris and Damon. Like yes. his suggestions have been Oh, make him master of coin. Oh no, that doesn't work. Make him something else. Oh no, that doesn't mm-hmm. work. And he's just slowly driving a wedge between the two of them. Right. Because like Damon said he should have made Damon his hand. Like Damon, he really should have. But I and 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 my thing, like Damon's head, you know, Targaryen blood runs thick. Yeah. And it's them really against the world. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing keeping them in power is the dragons. They only have each other.
3: Right.
1: And that's basically what he was trying to tell him. And he's like, look, I'm the one that's been protecting you.
3: Mm -hmm. But you
1: keep trying to drive me away. It's not him driving him away. It's Otto Hightower. Because Otto knows what the score is.
2: He does. Mm -hmm. He knows he doesn't want Damon in that room. Right.
1: He does. He's perfectly satisfied for Damon to miss the council meetings and and destroy him and tear him down every chance he gets
0: mm-hmm. but this is my thing you put you suggested to the king okay after being master of coin didn't work and what was the other one being uh something having to do with the law or something that
3: Master of work. laws
0: yeah that yeah. didn't work so you send him or you suggest that he go be commander
1: of city watch
0: of the city watch you put somebody that you can't stand who openly antagonizes you and someone that you're it's obvious, you know, at least to us watching, you're trying to drive a wedge between him and his brother. You put him in charge of the fucking army.
1: He knew what he was doing because he knew they would be he knew that they would be cruel, but he also knew he would bring him in shape. He knew that that it was going to be a he knew that it was going to look bad. At first, like he knew that Dane was gonna go in and clean up the streets any way possible.
2: Well, and then he was he like, Let's talk about, about that any way possible because it right. was his
1: suggestion to put him in that position, and he's like, Oh no, but maybe
2: that wasn't such a great idea. But look <laughs> at everybody else, maybe that was a great idea. And everybody else
1: is like,
3: uh, yeah. right. but my <laughs> we thing having is, visitors soon. But <laughs> my we, thing is
0: you're putting the person who doesn't like you in charge of an army who can turn around and attack you. Mm-hmm and that that's my whole point Mm
3: -hmm.
0: like you keep doing these things to drive a wedge between him and his brother you you keep poking the bear you already see what this man is doing to the common people who are not even pissing him off he's following the law and he says it when they admonish him he was like um i'm following the laws that we have yeah. This, this is what the law says. If it says this...
1: if you rape, you get your penis cut off. I did that. If you're a murderer, you're beheaded. I did that. If right. you steal, I chop up your hair. I did what what did I do wrong?
2: He, he basically said I just said... did it
1: all in one night, but what did I do wrong? <laughs> uh-huh.
2: <laughs> we clean the streets.
1: I
0: mean
1: um, and I think he made the city watch that we know of the the gold cloaks today it probably started with him
0: yes that's what it says in the books yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that he he was the one that ornamented them with the uh gold cloaks that they that they now wear but um yeah when you talk about going in and cleansing the streets and and cleaning up the crime like when they started marching out I'm thinking this is just going to be a few people know it's like you said it's like they went to every single house like they knew who was committing what crimes and they went and got them all up they were cutting hands off they were cutting heads off Penises. They cu- I, I, and that was the thing because I was like did they just cut the penis off? Did they cut the balls off? Did they take the whole thing? Because when they I sat just, that down and put the camera on it, I was like, I don't know what it is, and I I'm not about to freeze. It Me so I just no.
1: assumed it was all of it.
2: <laughs> just, they just laid it on
1: As far as, as far as I'm concerned, it's
2: all of it. <laughs> they laid it down and chopped it off. I was like,
0: oh, okay.
2: And then two full carts. Of body parts. Ooh, Ooh, body
0: parts. Hearts. Oh, wow. Of body parts.
1: <laughs> he cleaned up the streets, hey, though. He did his job.
0: Can you imagine the infections that set in to the people who got amputated?
3: Because
0: <laughs> you know there's no sterilization back then. You just cutting random folks you you're cutting off their body parts and then you're going to the next person and cutting off a body part here you're cutting a hand off here you're cutting a dick off there.
1: what would what, just... what what mike say if you can't do the grime then don't do the crime <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he got this i mean he got the city cleaned up i bet you those people would think twice before doing any of those crimes they may still do it You know, there are still hard times. There are people who...
1: I got one good hand. I'm not going to get caught stealing again. Well,
0: maybe not the the people who've already (laughs) been caught, but you know, they might have a brother.
2: They made a good point. They're about to have visitors. They want their visitors to come and feel safe. We have to clean up the streets. That's a very extreme way to
0: do it, but I guess, I mean, it got the job done.
2: It worked. It did. So... A point but, for point for Damon,
0: but part of that uh, display of force is kind of what gives the king pause. In you know, as far as putting him in the line of succession, he's like, yeah, no, I don't know. This is going to be a good idea, and of course, you got people whispering in yeah, his ear
1: it's Otto. Otto, because it's Lord really Otto. Lord Cor- yeah. Lord Corliss might is on board with it.
0: Let's talk about Lord Corliss okay let's talk about brother man because when i'm reading about this man in the books he is one of the most powerful men in westeros at the time if not the most powerful at least the most richest
1: he's he's supposed to, to be kingdom. like uh tyrian not Tyrion, tywin lannister he
0: even his, they say his his family at one point even surpassed the lannisters yeah in wealth because of what he did and his smarts he's you know the way they describe him in the book he's very intelligent and we got to see a little bit of that Mm -hmm. in the episode last night but we also saw otto hightower try to shut him down when he tried to speak i was like oh we're not gonna have this first of all we only got one black man on the council (laughs) we're not about to do this whole talking over we're gonna hush you up Corliss is just sitting there looking at them like he is just biding his time.
3: Mm-hmm. He, is. he
0: is just he biding he, his time. He is time. not
1: in a rush for anything. He's no. Just, we'll just see how this plays out. Either.
0: He is playing the long game. Yep. Yes. You can tell it. But mm-hmm. you can also tell he's very like while they're sitting there talking about little trivial things at the beginning he was like my lords this is what's going on this is what's happening this is what this person is doing and i mean he was all about business yeah.
1: he said with the crab something the, the crab um captain or what he said this is the dude we need to be worried about right here
3: right and, and they, they
1: should have been listening to him like this is what we need to be yeah. worried about right but
2: they dismissed him and start talking about other things mm-hmm. Yeah. and from there i'm like this this kingdom is going downhill
1: yeah. Now, one side note: one of the spinoff shows is supposed to be about him, the sea snake.
3: Oh, that so, works for me.
1: Yeah, his like his rise to where he is.
0: Okay, yes, he, and he had cool. he had quite a rise. Yeah, just reading his portion um, in the story, you know, it was like several pages that they talked about the sea snake and how revered he was, and how well respected, and how you know, business savvy and what he, like he literally brought himself up to be one of the most powerful men in Westeros just by making smart decisions, making smart investments, making the right connections. Just, I'm reading this book and I was like, they better make sure we see a lot of this dude in this season. But yeah, if they're going to give him his own spinoff, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So, I mean, especially... If they can do a series for him and the first episode is just this good, yeah, I'm on board.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm on and, board.
1: And I and also like how when they when it was suggested that Damon still be his heir, he was like, sure, yeah, that sounds that sounds like that works. You know, he's behind that, Damon mm-hmm. being there. But then when they say, well, what about Rhaenyra? Rhaenyra Hold on Rhaenyra, a second. He didn't. He didn't disagree with it either.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> I, like... I think he was less on board with that one because he was like, "If y'all yeah.
2: gonna choose if a female be, heir, then it she my, be my wife is right, over right. Here. and she has a son heir too, so she can rule, and then she has a son to back her up." Right. So yeah, that's when he started like, oh, "Uh, uh, 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 uh." Oh, to switch.
1: He, he has. He has a card to play. Oh, I In that I situation it. too, mm-hmm. you know, because if you watch the previews, who is? She's supposed to marry his son. So I think they're going to be betrothed.
2: Oh, okay.
0: You mean the little bitty white haired little boy that we saw?
2: Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know uh,
1: what? Unless um, he has an older son that wasn't there.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Because I I, I was going to say the way, you know, the way that they write, well, not even just the writing, but the way that they did betrothals and relationships back there, I'm going to go back to it to the tutors because again that took place in kind of sort of that time period when you look at that episode uh the episode where they um where they have the ceremony of the betrothal of the dauphin of france and mary Tudor, he's a grown-ass man like in his 20s or 30s she is a child like not even hit puberty yet and i was like and this is what they did back then it's so oh, I'm glad they they aged these characters up so that we don't have to look at that. I mean, even though even in the main Game of Thrones show, you know, the kids were still kids, they just weren't as young as they were in the books because I believe yeah, they they, the they used
1: them all up, yeah. Because I think in the
0: by about five years, because I think yeah. Sansa in the book was like 11,
1: yeah, they used them
2: all up, so uh-huh. yeah, so yeah. yeah, hopefully they have a son that he's off
1: but then i think there's supposed to be a time jump too oh oh
2: okay okay
0: okay so let's talk about this uh this break in the line of succession so king viserys has no apparent heir that that's the term he has the one daughter and um as the queen mentioned during the course of the episode she lost i think she said two babies in the cradle Mm -hmm. she had
1: three stillborns Mm -hmm. three
0: stillborns i think she said three miscarriages maybe or a few miscarriages so basically she has all these dead children oh five she said she said five dead uh children in twice (laughs) that time
1: in 10 years Mm -hmm.
0: because she told him she was like I'm not doing this anymore. She was like, "I know I'm supposed to give you an heir, and I'm so sorry I haven't, but I'm I I'm mourning all the dead children I can." I no don't blame her. And he didn't, you know, the thing about him, he didn't argue with her. He didn't tell her no. anything like that was her duty. Like he really loved his wife slash he,
2: cousin. <laughs> he felt she, like this was the. The one. This was the one. This Mm -hmm. is my son. I feel it in my bones. So you can stop after this. Mm -hmm. Because we will have our son. We're done.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I I know the book says it's probably because of her age. Mm -hmm. But her probably being a Targaryen as well probably didn't help the situation.
0: Yeah, because they were uh, first cousins. First cousins. Mm -hmm. Which, of course, you know, we know that Uh, the Targaryens always marry brother and sister Mm -hmm. uncle and niece cousin and cousin that that sort of um, relationship but um, they seemed well matched they seemed like they really loved each other and they respected each other they do seem to dote on their daughter even though you know the daughter she has these I won't say she felt jealous, but you could tell that she felt hurt because her father, like, like she said, for all her life, he's wanted a son because she, you know, I think in the show, they kind of portray her as the oldest, you know, of all the children that they've had. And, um, you know, the queen is having a difficult pregnancy. You can see that from the onset. She's very big. She's very uncomfortable. It's It's close to the time when she's supposed to have this baby to the point where they're already talking about having the tournament to celebrate the birth of the new heir. And I tell you, when I, when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is not going to turn out the way he wants. And then after the episode, I was like, this is the reason why the phrase don't couch your chickens before they hatch. Exists. Right.
2: but And someone told who told him not to do that. Maybe it's too soon to be doing
0: this uh, she did,
2: this she, okay, she did. Mm-hmm. they right. were
0: talking when she was in the tub she was like she was like uh the attorney for the first for the son that we have not had yet or that we mm-hmm. do not have and he was like i know it's a boy she was like you do realize that he won't just automatically grow a cock if there's not one on him already. Like she was trying to say, you need to prepare yourself for the fact right. that you might just, get in just in case, just in case, you may want to wait. But no, he he was like he's had this dream and he had this vision of his son and blah blah blah.
2: Yeah, to the point where you in the middle of the tournaments, she has started labor. Everyone, she has started labor.
3: Yay! Yay! No. <laughs>
0: Yeah, how did that work out? Because she goes into labor. The baby is breached. They can't get the baby turned. So he comes into the room with her and she is struggling, struggling. And I knew as soon as they said the baby is breached and they can't turn, I was like, I already know what's about to happen and it's not going to have a good outcome. I was not expecting it to be what it was because basically the maester told him, this is the point where some fathers have to make a difficult choice. Mm -hmm. Basically, you can choose the child to survive over her or you can lose them both. Basically, he was telling you, your wife is not coming out of this alive either way. Now you have the decision, do we save the child or does the child die with her? But at this point, this is what you're looking at. You can choose the child or you can choose neither one of them. So he goes over to her and she's still kind of out of it and he's holding her hand. And you already know he he's what decision he's made. And he's trying to make sure, are you, you know, are you sure is this the way? Because they say, oh yeah, they've developed, they've developed a method in the citadel for separating the child from the mother.
1: Or did he say they 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 have been working on the method until he really developed them
0: well Either way it goes, There's a
1: difference they need to
0: perfect that shit because they went in there <laughs> no anesthesia no nothing to numb her whatever she's sitting there looking worried trying to ask the king what's going on he was like they're they're gonna they're gonna take the babe they're gonna get the babe they're gonna get the babe out and she's sitting there trying to figure out, well, how are they going to do that? She sees them pick up a scalpel and she starts panicking like, no, I don't want to do this. And he has her um, handmaidens holding her down to the bed.
2: Now, I have an issue with that because at least warn her, let her know what's going on. You That's- are like, they going to get the baby. You okay? Okay. A scalpel come by, hands on your Wait a second.
1: No, when, you, when, they, you, when they scooted her down the baby,
3: right?
2: <laughs> like she was oh, like, you could have talked her through it. Like, okay, is that a point where neither one you're gonna survive or the baby. They want to try something. Exactly. That's all you need to do. They want to try something. her
0: a choice. Hold of, my hand. Right. Because they're gonna try to not... cut.
2: You may. You may survive. You no, know, I'm lying. No, but you she... may survive. You could at least warn her. But you all. Oh, it's okay. It is okay. This is not okay.
0: But here, I feel like if he had talked to her and at least Mm -hmm. she probably wouldn't have been accepting. I mean, she probably would have at at some point because she is a mother. If she Mm -hmm. is told, okay, either we take this baby from you and you die or you both die. I feel Mm -hmm. like as a mother, she would have chosen her child over herself. She would right. have said, try to save my baby. She could have been prepared for the pain that she was going to go through. And I'm thinking specifically like comparison. I'm thinking of Lori Grimes death in the first, in uh, the second season of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Same situation. She had to have an emergency C-section. There was no anesthesia. No, I mean, Maggie literally had to cut into her stomach while she was still alert, still awake. And she dies. But she knew what she was doing. She told her, you have to get this baby out. You have to save my child. I think if Emma had had the same choice, yes, that birth would have still been horrible. It still would have been violent in the sense that they had to do a C-section with no medication, with no pain, with no way. They didn't knock her out. I think it would have gone a little more peacefully because one, she wouldn't have been struggling so much. And that might have helped the child come through a little bit better and maybe not be as stressed or been in, in so much distress. That child might have
2: lived, mm-hmm. you know? If or she was you in were distress. Gonna...
1: So the baby would have been in
2: distress. Yes. Right. I mean, think about it. Because you had no choice of what was happening, no no agency about what was occurring with your body. And that's all you needed. Was to be able to say that. I make this choice myself that I do want my baby to live and I'm okay with dying. All right, give me something to bite on. I can do this. I can do this. Or
0: they could have gave her milk of the poppy and made her just a little more drowsy. Enough. They for said they
2: gave her enough. enough. They couldn't give her any more. They could give her some oh, more.
0: Oh, y'all can't give her any more milk of the poppy, but y'all can kill her outright.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, milk of the poppy would have been
2: bad for the baby. So
0: at this point, at this point did, did it really I make mean, a difference? At this
2: point, <laughs> it wouldn't get through that quickly for them to get Yeah, did
0: it yeah, really make so a difference? Could, I
2: mean I uh, mean, think uh, about no it. One, you no know how much it. it
0: hurts when you just do like if you just get a, a paper cut or a small scratch. You have someone cutting into you, not just not just on the surface. They are cutting through several layers of skin
2: to oh, get stop, to your stop, uterus. Stop, stop. And then cutting in, in the uterus. Y'all
1: bringing up some memories. I'm just
2: time. saying,
0: as a mother, as a three-time <laughs> C-section mother, and I am that scene.
1: Uh, I'm going to tell you, so, so the doctor said, I was in there, the doctor said, whatever you do, she told me, whatever you do, don't look behind the curtain. And I was like, okay, whatever you do, don't look behind the curtain, Mr. Mm-hmm. Liggins. Okay. Oh, no, that was a mistake. <laughs> what they did, my, <laughs> that was ex- a mistake.
0: my ex-husband was watching with, with the first one because I had to have an emergency C-section. I had been in labor for 30 hours and I never dilated past a centimeter and a half. And they were like, yeah, so with the way your pelvis is sized, unless you have a child that's less than six pounds, you will never give birth vaginally." And I said, do you see the size of my husband? That would never happen. So they had to wheel me into surgery. Now, when they started doing, they started explaining to me everything that was going on because I was conscious the whole time. They're, they're telling me what's going on and stuff. And he's, wa- he's literally watching them do this. And he's explaining to me everything that they're doing. Cause I was like, I want to know, I want to know when they took my uterus out and they set it on top of my stomach to get, to get Michaela out. He was like, God damn, they just stuck the whole thing.
3: <laughs> and
0: I remember that because I wanted to laugh, but I couldn't laugh. Cause I couldn't feel anything below he my neck. Happy. I was like, I don't. This is a weird feeling. I said because I feel myself trying to laugh, and I don't know if I'm doing it or not. He, he was than I was,
1: because I, I I was curious, but I was not prepared.
0: <laughs> oh no! He gave a whole running commentary to every everyone. He had the whole. <laughs> like I said, he had the whole uh, surgery room just I, cracking up.
1: I looked, <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. Pass no. out? No, I did not okay, pass yeah. out okay but when i close my eyes i still see it (laughs) as clear as day
2: however for me i still feel it some because like with her when they were about to cut in they were like do you feel this going across your stomach and i'm like yeah it feels like you're taking a sewing needle and you're going across my stomach so i did not feel anything they said hold on a second we're going to have to give you some more drugs. Wow. And if you feel it the next time we start again, then we're going to have to knock you out. Okay. But so they gave me some more epidural. So I feel nothing for weeks and months. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the part <laughs> so that's weird. Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine being like uh, Queen Emma on that bed. And you cutting the wrong way, too. Okay. I right. need y'all to cut. Horizontal, not vertical. Right, but but back then, that's what they <laughs> did. They cut vertical. They're,
1: they're still they're still working on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're still well they're still working. They can on use the
2: like cows or something. I need them to use other animals. You <laughs> they, know, they, they the, still the
3: still thing work.
0: that really got me was she was alive and awake for that whole
2: whole procedure. entire time
0: literally Mm -hmm. until they cut the umbilical cord she was still struggling and still alive and still screaming Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting there looking at this scene like
2: holy shit yeah so
1: and the baby still didn't make it
2: right i mean at the beginning you
1: kind
0: of you know you you have the the maestra he's holding the baby and you hear the baby you know gurgling or you know making sounds and he says, you have a son. And Viserys turns around. And he's like, I have a son. And you hear the baby gurgling. And then it almost sounds like the baby starts struggling.
2: Struggling. Mm-hmm. Then the
0: next scene. Well, the maester looked the concerned. Beach. The
1: maester yeah, looked concerned. Right. He was like, uh-oh. Like, hold up. <laughs> and then the
0: next scene we see, they're on the beach. There's a funeral pyre. You see Viserys looking sad. And he looks up at his wife. And then the camera pans down and there's the baby Baby. wrapped up. And I was just like, so you mean to tell me she went through all that for nothing? Y'all could have knocked her out. Y'all could have given her a sedative or y'all could have, you could have talked to her beforehand and made that that transition a little more peaceful for her. Mm -hmm. And you could have made that birth more peaceful for that baby. And now because you didn't, both of them are gone. Okay. And now you stuck. But I mean, I feel for him. It, it was an impossible choice to make. But the way he made that decision, I feel like that was kind of like karma on
2: him.
1: White male patriarchy. I said it. I said it. Yeah. I said it.
2: Yeah, that was I mean, gonna
1: say
0: nothing else. and
2: especially since they have a relationship that they talk to each other so you could have like talked this through with her exactly
1: he's he still the king he didn't feel like he needed to discuss anything with her
2: no I don't think it was that I thought no. he was thinking okay let's just make this I don't want to tell her that she's going to die but damn you're holding me down and right. you're cutting I know something is not right and you're violating me I'm sorry. It was just the
1: one. Oh, no, I think at that point he he fell into the I am the king. I made this decision. I, I don't need her about it. So I don't
2: even
0: though if I feel Mm-mm. like it was that, I think it was more so he probably was going on automatic because if he allowed himself to feel and think too much,
2: he may change his mind. He,
0: either he may change his mind or mm-hmm. he may not That's be able to make the decision that mm-hmm. he needed to make because mm-hmm. again, he loved his wife. And he struggled with that decision before it was made. You, you saw him. When the maester told him, he was like, how, he, how are you going to tell me I got to choose? I mean, unfortunately, he has to go through that a lot in this episode. Because also, when Hightower brings up the succession, he was like, I'm not going to be made to choose between my brother and my daughter. But bruh, you're in a position where you got to make some choices.
2: Yeah, but can we wait a week? I'm like him, though. Damn, my wife and son just died. Shit, y'all call me in the middle of the night. Talk about this shit. Come on now. They started. I'm not about to die tomorrow. I don't care. You keep saying for seen circumstances. I don't don't, don't, trust. Give me a few days. He's already like, okay. What we what we gonna do?
1: He's pushing him. He's pushing him because he got his own things,
3: his own agenda, Mm -hmm. his own agenda. I know.
1: he's pushing him, so he's. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be on auto. Great value, little finger.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean even even then Corliss is kind of just sitting back like.
1: And Damon is off in the wings listening in. But you know, at least his brother was defending him is like, you know. He did. He's my brother. What the hell are y'all talking about?
0: Right. Right. At least it wasn't one of those situations where the brothers in the wings and, you know, the other brothers talking bad about him or, you know, that sort of thing. So, again, like I said, I I feel like the brothers have this good relationship or at least they had up until the end of the episode when he named his daughter as his heir, because it's almost like it comes out of nowhere, but it literally is just the result of chatter. Yes. and I think a little
1: bit of guilt, too, because he realized he hasn't been really fair to her. Right. After all this time, Mm -hmm. these 10 years, he really hasn't been fair. He hasn't been fair to her position or
3: anything.
2: You think that was the first feeling or maybe that came after you got hurt by your brother? Because you always defend your brother and he went off and said some things that was very insensitive. No, I I
0: for a day. King
1: for a day, air for a day.
2: Yeah, air for air a day. For a day.
1: I, th- I think he, I think he genuinely felt bad about because when it came to thinking about, you know, he he really has some valid reasons why he doesn't think Damon should be king. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at alternative, well, damn, I didn't really treat her the way I should have.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Correct. You know? And I think he really felt that.
2: I, agree. But I, mean, I also made not- and then I also made I also felt like he made that decision out of being hurt too. So I can't be like, "Oh, I'm so happy that he chose his daughter." I don't know if that just came from he was hurt by his brother. So it's like my other choice is my daughter. Oh, you know what? I didn't give her a fair chance. But I took my brother out of it because I was hurt because I'm still grieving and the things he said after I'm continuously defending him. Even though he's not going to be a a great king, but that's the choice. And I'm okay with that choice until he literally probably would have really chose his brother up until what his brother said. If he didn't say air for a day, he he would have been
3: And celebrating.
1: If he had had time to think about it. But I think the thing that Damon said to him struck home with him about family and about Mm -hmm. Targaryen blood being thick. And I think he started thinking, well, damn, my daughter is a Targaryen.
3: Yeah, and
0: I
1: think that was, I I think that. That was mm-hmm. a part of it. Mm-hmm. But I think Michelle is right. I think if he had, if they had given him some space and time, he probably would have been like, this is these are, these are the two things I would have liked to have seen happen. I think it could have worked out this way. One, he could have named her as his heir and be like, look, Damon, I want you to be her hand. You know, when she becomes queen, I want you to be her hand,
0: okay? Because
1: I know that you will do right by her. Because we clearly had that scene between him and between Damon and Rhaenyra, where you can see that he does care about her. Yes, he really means when he says he he's he's all about the Targaryen family. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So,
1: or in the alternative, he'd like Damon. I'm gonna name you my heir, but I need you to make sure that you protect her. At all costs. Like treat her as if she's your own.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I know she's not gonna be queen. If I make you king, I want you to treat her like the queen that she should be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, give Damon that choice. Let him be a part of the process. Cause all Damon wanted was to be his hand. He's like, You should have name me hand. Yeah. I'm sorry, Team Damon.
3: <laughs> he was
1: he was right. He should have. Because Otto Hightower is a fuck boy. Get him out of there. Send him back. Was he the second son that would never amount to anything? Yeah. Send him back to, to the reach, wherever he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Get rid of his butt. Send him back to old town.
0: But no, Hightower is making moves of his own. Because, like we said, the queen's body is not even cold. His daughter comes in into Sam because his daughter is best friends with Rainera.
1: Mm, I wonder maybe who said more, that.
0: Maybe more. Maybe more. But.
1: I wonder who said that. What you mean,
2: maybe more best friends? yes because I also feel like I I'm got a, I got I got a little lover's vibe from them I did too but I also got one with Damon too I got confused I'm like do they have a connection or is this some like chemistry I'm confused okay think about how he walked how she walked in how he was talking to her he was like let me put this necklace on I was like hmm I thought you was her uncle but again, I realize that don't mean anything. That right. doesn't mean anything. That's But, so. but <laughs> then we go to the next scene, and she's with her best friend. I'm like, well, then I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you have a lot of connections. People really like you.
1: And I was gonna say Damon's married, but then.
0: But it, he he it, 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 it was it was an arranged marriage, yeah. and he does not like his wife. Yeah,
1: so sound sounds like she's ugly too.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but yeah. Nah, he, ain't, he basically said he it. He ain't too hot on that. Was no, not, he's, he's
0: not. That. But yeah, but um even in the book, and I'm trying to remember what the um what the nickname was, but uh Raynera was well-loved throughout the kingdom like everybody doted on her Mm -hmm. that's you know that's the description in the book like she was well loved so I can imagine her being close to a lot of people but like I said her and Allison they they give off the best friend vibe but there's also something else there like almost like a almost kind of feel like they're soulmates in a sense that's the way the vibe was in this first episode up until dad sent her to go Mm quote-unquote comfort the king and we don't we don't see anything inappropriate happen there but I think the assumption was there that she was there to give him comfort and even in the books he um she was actually um a companion to the older king, Jaehaerys, she used to go in and she would keep him company and she would read to him. And she was a constant companion to him to the point where he started, as he got older, he started mistaking her for one of his daughters that had passed. So Mm
3: -hmm.
0: her, whatever this is, relationship with um, Viserys, you know, even after the end when you see her at the end when she's sitting with her father in the crowd and he has just publicly declared that Renera is going to be his successor she has this look that's really weird like she's not happy about this and the weird thing to me about that was in the beginning of the episode you were kind of encouraging her like don't you want to be the heir don't you want these responsibilities you're just shunning away you're just shunning away from mm-hmm. and Rainera's like I just want to ride dragons and what does she I just want to I just want to go to the islands with you ride dragons and eat cake literally that's all she cares
2: that's all she wants to do
0: but the way that Alicent looked at her at the end you would think that she was happy for her friend that she was being named successor but she didn't look happy, and I was like, oh, this is where the conflict is about to come in, because I feel yeah. like she, I, f- I feel like the way that Hightower is pushing, the direction he's pushing his daughter, she about to become
2: stepmama. Right, and that's mm-hmm. why I think she's conflicted, because she's sitting with dad reading him bedtime stories. hmm and, and if she it's about to ends- get quite interesting.
0: <clears throat> right. Because if she ends up marrying him or even not marrying him, but she ends up pregnant and she bears him a son. Now your son is about to usurp your your bestie's friend. I mean, your bestie's uh, place in the line of succession. So yeah, I have a feeling I was like, yeah, y'all just set that all up and, and put it in a nice little bowl in the first episode. Okay, I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. Show me what you got. hmm because this is about to get very messy you you got the brother who you literally just sent away from court told him to go back home to his ugly wife
2: which he took his mistress with him
1: <laughs> what's her name Is siri my syria
3: i think so yeah
0: yeah but yeah so you just sent your brother away pissed off you just named your daughter the heir in front of everybody. And there were some people who were cool with it. There were some people who were mm-hmm. not. Namely, mm-hmm. the ones with the last name Baratheon.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I have I have two side notes. One, so he gets sent to the veil. He takes his mistress with him and he's on his dragon. So no one's going to be able to tell him anything. No. Like, he's going to go to the veil and he's going to do whatever he wants because mm-hmm. he's got a dragon. Um, but he's probably not gonna go there. I think he's gonna go to Dragonstone. I don't think he's gonna go to the Vale.
3: Mm.
1: I think he's gonna go to Dragonstone because Dragonstone is usually where the print, where the heir stays, mm-hmm. become whatever. I think he's gonna go to Dragonstone. Yeah, but <laughs>
0: you, you're not the Prince of Dragonstone because that because mm. that's literally that's the, the title, title that they give the successor. So and,
1: and the second side note. Remember when Rhaenyra's called um, that Baratheon cousin? Mm-hmm. The I think the first Baratheon who was put in charge of Storm Storm's End mm-hmm. was actually a Targaryen bastard. I think Before
0: I remember. That. I think I do remember that yeah. part of the. Story.
1: And so yeah, that's and one of the reasons Robert Baratheon was able to claim the throne was the fact that he had Targaryen blood in him. Mm-hmm but you know that's neither here nor there but i just thought it was interesting she called him cousin yeah everybody kind of knew that they were related
0: but i think the other thing too is that when she had her claim for the throne when it was down to her and viserys viserys i think the baratheons backed her claim over viserys so even though you know he made that little snot remark about um, what was it? The queen that never was.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, there's no way in hell I would ever let me, let anybody call me that nickname. Never. The queen that never was. The queen that never was. I said it out loud for everyone. and She just has to hmm. And you just ask for my favor. If you don't get the fuck out of here and go get stabbed by whoever you're
2: <laughs> And at first <laughs> I thought it was I really first It's kind of hard, because at first I was like, oh, man, that's a diss. But then the way the others was talking about, they still bringing it up. They still bringing it up. I mean, Mm -hmm. she didn't get it. She didn't get it. I'm like, well, maybe that was a compliment, because they still calling her the queen that that, that wasn't.
0: I get it, but. Because the other two guys were like,
2: they need to let it go. She is not the queen anymore. He was like, yeah, no, I'm kinged.
0: Of and course. what was it that um, High Tower told the king? He said, "You know, you can have him
2: beheaded for that." And he was yeah. like, "It won't make a difference. It won't. It, well, it doesn't. It make
3: won't a change anything." Yeah,
2: yeah change change. Anything. So then I was like, "Well, maybe that was a compliment for her that they still remember that she was supposed to be the queen."
0: I don't know, but you don't have to keep digging that knife in and twisting it. It's been ten years now. We all know. Well, I don't. I don't know. It,
1: it was an interesting thing to do, and it felt like. Maybe he was openly declaring his allegiance to her. Mm-hmm.
2: That's what I thought.
1: That's how I felt.
0: Okay.
2: I Once I realized it was a compliment, I was like, oh, okay, so she has people who would prefer that she be and, the and, queen,
1: and that would sort of make sense because remember when the Great Council got together, I'm sure there were people who voted for her to be to be queen.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just that the Sears got more votes.
0: Because he's male. Right. And they were so, like, she can't be she can't be queen. It's never be, it's never been done. Guess what? It will never be done until somebody actually does it.
1: Yeah. Well, she was crazy.
3: <laughs> well,
2: oh, there's yeah. a discussion That's for another, another time. <laughs> wait, which one? I mean Oh, oh they
1: both were. <laughs> <laughs> only, only one was a target. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh so much yeah. intrigue so, yeah
1: oh but can we can we talk about the tournament just mm-hmm. just for a second the the name dropping in was this hilarious it was a tarly mentioned we saw baratheon mm-hmm. you know some martel a martel was mentioned yeah like, oh, all over the place the guy takes his helmet off. oh he's dornish okay only like people who watched yeah why that would even be a thing yeah
0: yeah but I mean it was not it felt even though this is taking place in a different time with whole different characters for me it felt comforting to Mm -hmm. hear names I Mm recognize to see the red keep in all its glory before you know before (laughs) the time that we saw it but I mean would you say (laughs)
2: <laughs> the, devastation. the devastation
0: well yeah but i mean just seeing all of that it was very comforting to me i was just like oh and then the music
3: mm-hmm. the
0: music i was like once they started playing and you could hear the game of thrones theme song i was like oh we're home that's that's how i felt i was like "Okay." in the
1: beginning it was like there were there was hints of the theme mm-hmm. like you didn't hear the fool you just kept hearing that the little bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. But at the end, you get the full-blown theme, which is awesome. Right.
2: And it was just like... <sighs> now, Hanako knows who I look forward to seeing and having a bigger role in future episodes. Who would that be, Hanako?
3: Let's see. We only
2: saw them twice. Oh, and felt yes. like that wasn't enough.
0: You talking about Graham? McTagney? Yes, ma'am. Yes,
2: yes I'm yes. like, okay, he's going to be in bigger a bigger part in the next few episodes
0: yes he has to
2: yes her right hand man so yes our Um,
0: Dougal. yes from outlander did you also see that ned gowan from outlander was in the show as well
2: no he's on the small council okay i gotta look i gotta (laughs) watch it again was that strong was that him um i believe so oh i have to look at it again Tonight. But yeah,
0: I, I saw him. I was like, he's popping up everywhere because Bill Patterson. He was also in, um, he was in the Sandman. He was in the first mm-hmm. episode of the Sandman. Mm-hmm. So I was like, he's just all over the place, which is great for mm-hmm. me. You know, anywhere where I can see them, I'm, I'm good. But yeah, but yeah, that tournament was brutal because who was the who was the one guy who kept. Who kept unseating like there were two Baratheon brothers there, and he knocked both of them off their horses. Um,
1: was it Cole, something Cole, Cole.
0: rain
2: or something like that? I thought Cole was the last one with Damon.
1: But yeah, I think he was the one that was knocking everybody was off. It? Yeah,
2: he was. He, he was the he highlight.
1: And, yeah, he and Damon were were beating yeah. everybody up.
2: And then when the other people were losing against each other, they decided to kill each other. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> excuse me.
0: Like, how you gonna get mad because he knocked you off your horse? It's a joust. That's what we supposed to do.
1: Well, you have so, you have an option, right? You get not, you can be like, okay, I lost. Or you can be like, you know what? I challenge him to a fight. Cause that's what, you know.
2: Yeah, but some of them look like it was a challenge. It's like <laughs> they jumped off the horse and was like, what, what? Next an you know.
0: I mean, even with that, Damon was, your eyes. Damon was getting his ass handed to him a little bit too yeah i was, was. this like oh okay and then when he thought he was victim, that dude knocked him knocked him down i was like oh and the king was sitting there laughing now that was the funny thing i think it was one of those things where he was like okay you being a little arrogant you being a little cocky so mm-hmm. i need to knock you off your yeah whatever but that i mean
1: oh sir so kristen cole that was the door. yes was, yeah
3: mm-hmm. yes
1: and we've never had, I don't ever remember a Cole being in the
2: original,
1: in the other
2: game.
0: I don't think so.
2: No, but they mentioned him several times.
3: Yeah,
0: And there was, I'm trying to think, who else was there? I think they mentioned the Mm-hmm. And yeah. let's see, they mentioned some Baratheons. But yeah, I was like, oh, okay. We got some familiar Some familiar folks. Did they mention
2: the Stark? Or that maybe there was a They did Oh yes, recon
1: Stark. He pledged his field or fealty to Rhaenyra. Mm Yeah, at the end, he
0: sure did. I was like, I hope you don't go the way of your descendant.
1: But you know the you know the North. They just stay up to the North. They don't they don't deal too much with the crap that goes on in the South.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: They They don't deal with that stuff. They got other business to take care of.
0: Yeah, they don't care about. Yeah, no. Lord Strong is not who. Um, okay,
1: that was. Him.
0: That was somebody else. But that Lord Strong person, he looked like he was just bored when uh Damon was like, "Lord Strong, what do you think?" He was like, mm. "My lord, I don't think." <laughs> he,
3: <laughs>
0: was, he was like, "Please don't bring me into." They
1: kept game. cutting him off every time he would start saying something. Either Corliss would cut him off, or High tire would cut him off. Or the maester would come to off. He just can't get a word and he just said whatever.
0: I'm trying to think who was it on the main show that was kind of like that where it's like he was there but people didn't pay him any attention. Who was that? They had a character like that. I don't remember. I think they had a character like Aside from Lancel uh, Lancel Lannister.
1: Yeah. Other than that. But that second grand maester that that <laughs> wanted to blow everything up. He was
0: uh uh oh yeah, uh Kyburn.
1: Yeah, they just kinda
0: No, because he
1: said some stupid stuff, but they just kinda ignored him. Except Cersei didn't. Cersei was
0: right. She she paid attention and the reason why they ignored him was because he had disgraced himself at the citadel. Yeah. He got put out of the citadel. Um, but yeah, um i'm i'm watching it in the background man the way that uh damon was kind of going off on hightower about his wife being dead he was Uh like yeah he was like if you want my wife you can have her i mean given that your (laughs) wife just recently passed
2: is it too soon
1: (laughs) (laughs) too soon my bad
0: (laughs) can i say that matt smith in this role perfect it was perfect perfect. perfect. you
1: know when when i saw that he was going to be on the show his name and i was like really matt smith and then watch him like okay oh yeah it was perfect
0: it's almost like his because i've seen him in other things now you know i'm not a i'm not a a a so i haven't really watched him and you know and but i've seen him in other things and he plays the characters that he's given. Very well, but there was something about this character, the presence of Damon yes, he how he, seemed so much bigger.
2: Yes, how he carried himself. Yes. Yes. I he noticed has that
0: such presence on mm-hmm. the screen. It's kind of like you feel him, even though he is the second brother, even though he isn't the hand of the king or whatever. He still has this presence like you're supposed to pay attention to him.
3: hmm
0: I was like, okay. And then um I, I will say this too, the scene in the brothel. I've not seen him that buff. And I'm just talking of you know
1: Wait, did, yo did you not see Morbius?
3: Was he that buff in Morbius?
1: Morbius? Yeah.
2: And I didn't see that.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh.
1: He was. Oh
0: no, I, I kind of I kind after, of after after he
1: after you realized he took the stuff, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I kinda of, I, I, I kinda of put Morbius out, yeah. out of my okay. mind. Yeah. yeah so Yeah, but I mean he he has a presence for this character. It's kind of like just there. And I was like, yeah, and then the
2: blonde hair just fits him too. I mean he looks like a Targaryen. He does.
1: (laughs) He just looks like. And I swear I know they whenever they describe, I can't remember his name, but John's father, the man Rhaegar rhaegar mm-hmm. whenever they describe his armor in the book i swear that 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 was the armor they were describing that he wore it's almost like except for it missing the big ruby in the middle it was oh, His yeah. had little rubies mm-hmm. on it and rhaegar supposedly had a big ruby that robert shattered when he hit him with the
0: yes <laughs> uh-huh okay but
1: right. um the uh, the way you they describe his armor it seems like it's very similar that may just be a standard for Targaryen armor but he also uses dark sister which is um a a valerian sword that comes up a lot later as well i
0: I noticed that i was like okay so like we didn't i don't think we like what is the history behind dark sister because when reynera mentions it it's almost like when she, when he's giving her the uh, Valyrian steel necklace, and she mm-hmm. was like, "This is Valyrian steel, like Dark Sister." It's like he jerked back, and I was like, "What's the deal with that?"
1: Yeah, and was Dark Sister one of the Aegon's sisters' sword? I think. Mm. I think it was. I don't, I can't remember if it was Vicinia or the other one. Okay, it was one of their swords. Because okay. those swords get passed down, um because n- they don't they don't dull. Okay. Yeah. They stay sharp. Yeah. And they can cut through just about anything. They're special.
2: Okay. It's like we see the dagger. And like he I showed
0: Yeah, daggers. I was, ju- no, I was just about dagger. to say the the again. because that is the same dagger, correct? That mm-hmm. that, yeah. that the kills the king. Mm-hmm.
1: And he's he touches it when he's telling her the story. Um the Aegon's dream
0: let's talk about this y'all so busy keeping secrets y'all could have told this shit and maybe been more prepared for the white walkers 172 years down the line but if y'all were hearing this story way back then why were y'all just passing it from king to king or or from king to descendant to descendant and not being more prepared like did you because guys it sounds really crazy
1: get...
0: and because i understand that But so does having 10 dragons at this point it, it, it
1: sounds know. crazy and they didn't want, they didn't trust anyone else with that information because it sounds it sounds fantastical and crazy and it's like let's just keep this between us and let's just keep the kingdom together but we're just gonna keep it between us just in case because they never envisioned a uh They never saw themselves losing control of all the kingdoms. Hmm. They had them all together. And as long as they had the dragons, as long as the seven kings were together, they didn't have to tell anyone. Because when it happened, they'd be able to call up an army and take care of it.
2: Yeah, but shit happens. And the story didn't get passed down. And then... Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <172 laughs> Luckily, it is later. One hundred and seventy-two years later,
0: you got the wall coming down. Right. You got so Rhaegar R- 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 had
2: a dream basically had basically no dragons. You know, three, but really back. no dragons.
1: So, Who's, I mean, Rhaegar's R- 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 Rhaegar's dream sort of brought it back. Hmm so but you know the Mad king wasn't passing on anything the Mad king yeah well he, his well he had he had gone into his mind where that's why he was stockpiling all the um all the stuff under all the what was it called why can't I forget?
2: wildfire
1: so yeah that's why he was stocking up on it mm-hmm. because uh because of the the secret
2: right that's oh, what it was. for. That's why he was doing it. Yeah, for secret. Okay, because I was crazy, thinking that the secret kind of he stopped was, here. He
1: was stocking it up oh, because okay. of that. Okay, he. I think he kind of felt it was coming, but he also was crazy. He was crazy too. That's how he dealt with it. And, and,
3: and, and, and Rhaegar's dream was supposed all.
1: to balance it out. So,
0: but of course, that didn't. All worked out he worked out. Fell the, in love yeah. with a Stark that was promised to Baratheon and all that stuff happened so
1: yeah well because he had to complete the song of fire and ice which was John so
0: mm-hmm.
1: which didn't go
0: anywhere but let's not
1: well he did what he was supposed to do he got enough people together to stop it
2: he did he didn't do anything else but he did unite the he people. got
1: he got enough of the seven kingdoms and, and together he, he
2: was able to control his aunt for a second and I, I know
0: but we I'm I'm <laughs>
2: however he has a bigger story that wasn't displayed but that's for another another podcast but all the all the things right and maybe something because what makes no they are they are doing a mm -hmm. a
0: spinoff on uh about john snow
3: yeah
2: so hopefully well it's too late for him to live up to all of the mystery and tales about how he was born and who he is he didn't live up to that. Only thing he lived up to was riding the dragon.
1: The the punchline is, is probably going to be like that in the book because I guarantee you the book is going to be so completely different. different than what the show is. Okay, did.
2: so hopefully in the book he lives up to that. But yeah. however, some people have these great stories about themselves and they're this, they're that and they don't live up to much either. I think They just of, inspire other people. Well, so. one of
1: the other things about about the show is Prophecies aren't really what we think they're they are and they don't really usually amount to anything anyway. That's true, yeah. And that's one of the tropes that George R. R. Martin kind of throws at us a lot. The prophecies are not really anything anyway. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So we'll
2: see. Yeah. But um, that,
1: that's not really into what we're watching now.
2: No, so Yeah.
0: But you know, we 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 just I guess we're just trying to prepare ourselves but you know one thing that I've said because people are like yeah you know after the last show I'm scared they're gonna let me down I'm like they have different showrunners for this show they have different writers so the people who were involved in the original show they're not a part of this in that sense you know they yeah, do they've have been one of to the, the curb <laughs> yeah they, they do have one of the directors who is you know on board but other than that totally different storytellers totally different showrunners and not only that they're not adapting a story that they'll have to make up stuff as they go Mm -hmm. this is a story that's already been completed so they already know where this story is gonna go they have a clear outline so
2: well i'm gonna be devil advocate on this one they did for the original game of thrones because he told them how it ends and they got us to the end. Y'all just don't like how they got us to the end. But the I, mean, th- I was all right with it. But the way where all the characters are at the end is where he wanted those characters to be. No. No. It's
0: no, not. You know, no, that's because, no, no? No.
2: Because all he, he was-
0: stopped his involvement. For some reason, he said they started diverging from the book more and more. And then by season five, he wasn't consulted anymore. Like they completely shut him out. So they well, didn't no,
2: use no, his no, notes no. from the beginning of the end? No. Because he told them they, the end. They,
1: they asked him some questions and he told them, okay, who was well, still alive. this is who's still alive. He didn't even, he didn't know how they were going to get there.
0: Right. I got have Because he's been writing this last book right. for the last
3: so, two years.
1: <laughs> so he didn't really have notes. it be another 10 it's years. It's like, well, you know, they, he told them that, yeah, John is... Such and such, and blah blah, and at the end, John, you know, John, Tyrion, and Daenerys was supposed to be alive.
2: Oh, so you said that,
1: yeah.
2: Okay. But other well, than that, never mind. Other I take
1: that, it back. Other than that, how they got there was their idea and story. He
2: had nothing to do with that. So. Mm.
0: No, but again And we won't
2: know what the ending will be. I'm I'm just preparing people because
0: stop. Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, stop, stop, stop.
2: You know, he
1: takes offense to that. That's...
2: He <laughs> takes offense to he what? Did.
1: He takes offense to people saying that he's not gonna be able to finish the book.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> life is short and things happen. And the rate we're going, you know, it may be another ten years.
0: And the or the he can movie. write it
2: in heaven. I don't know what else I can say about that. I mean,
0: but the thing so. you're missing, Michelle, even after he gets done with this book, there's still supposed to be
2: one more book. Well, you know, <laughs> our grandkids will get to read it,
0: <laughs> or maybe our
1: grandkids <laughs> outlive us all. <laughs> I mean, he's going to outlive us all, so.
0: As long as he's writing that book, okay. It's okay. going to
2: be a ghost writer. And it will be with our grandkids or our age. Then like, we get to read the last book. Okay, I'm a, I'm a little upset about this because <laughs> it's taking him a little tad bit too long to finish a book. I know. But I understand the craft and it has to be perfect.
1: Well, I don't think they're consulting with him on this show too much. I know he said they talked to him about it, but I don't think he's... He's that involved. Like he's involved, but I don't think he's fully in like he was with the first with No, the but movie. he has yeah. seen
0: he has seen all ten episodes and apparently loves what they've done with it.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Said yeah. that they did a really, really true adaptation um from page to screen as, and as we're not gonna, gonna talk could.
1: about the the I was gonna say the bad word. We're not gonna talk about the issues. That certain people have had with Laura Corliss, um,
0: we're not gonna talk about it. We're
1: not gonna talk about it
0: because here's the thing: if you read the book, it does not mention his race in the book not once,
1: not it once. Doesn't. It does, not and people have their assumptions in their mind about whatever. and they should just get over it,
0: yes, true. They
1: should. That's all. That's all I wanna say about. it
0: Yeah. And, and if you
1: can't see how incredible that Steve Toussaint is in this role, then there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Because he's killing it.
2: He is. Um <laughs> look, he's killing but it. however, can we get a new wig person for the children? <laughs> I'm just saying. We
0: probably we probably won't see them babies that much. So it, it probably really doesn't matter.
2: A little like mom don't know how to do that hair. I'm just saying. Okay.
0: Or is she just letting them go natural?
1: First of all, mom is mom is not touching hair.
2: Well, See?
0: well, this is this is true. <laughs> that is it's true though. Not so that the is true.
2: servants don't know how to do hair. <laughs> they don't know how to do hair now. Come on now. Those edges was rough. <laughs> natural
0: hair.
2: So but you know what? Maybe in the future, we're going back to Game of Thrones. Maybe in the future they will redo. The last three episodes, or something.
0: We, we let's not even let's not
2: even okay. <laughs> let's let's Why you to, you to drag. I'm trying to drag us out
3: of the game? because if this, this but however, if
2: this works out to be perfect, these 10 episodes, then they need to revamp the last season and then we will have this
3: Let perfect two shows. Let it okay. go. <laughs> Like, I'm
2: fine with it, but however, John gets his own show, I'm there for it. He,
3: he gets his own
2: show, they've already confirmed it. So, I'm good. Can we just I would like the dragon more? to come back and look for John, too. Can we have more of
1: Graham Tavish? Yes, I me mean, Tavish. Tavish? More yeah, but
2: yes. yeah, I mean, he has to have a bigger role because I believe that he will be um, her protector, queen. Is she going to be queen? You see how it narrated her back to the. Yeah. Because <laughs> okay. I'm so excited. And That's it okay. bothered That's me. That's a good it, way.
0: That's a good it,
2: yeah. It bothered me because, like, we saw him a tidbit where she was getting off the dragon and, like, oh, yeah, you know, I will have my head cut off if you didn't come back. And then he said some information to her during the tournament. And then that was it. I'm like, no, this man is too big to be just some errand boy. He's
1: too busy filming all the other stuff he's doing.
3: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs>
2: this is true but that's okay it was only the
0: first episode we still have nine episodes yeah we have plenty of time to see him i haven't even looked at imdb to see how many episodes he's in because i don't know if they have if they have them all loaded yet so i'm just gonna leave that alone i'm just gonna be Mm -hmm. pleasantly surprised every time he pops up on my screen and yeah
2: yeah it's it's, theory. he's gonna fight damon it's for us again I'm no.
0: sitting here no. looking at this birth no, in I the background. This, is this woman Nicole. is still alive. She is still alive while they are pulling this baby out.
2: Oh. That's just But just like she told Emma said in the beginning, motherhood is like the battlefield.
0: Childbirth is, childbirth is your battlefield. She tried to yep. tell she tried to tell her daughter, Yeah, this is this will be you in a few years. And was was looking at her like,
2: like Hell, no, <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong one.
0: Like, absolutely not. She reminds me a lot of Aria, or Aria yeah. reminds me a lot of her. Like, when she came in late during the tourney, her dad's giving this big speech, and she's she's like ducking down trying to get him a friend. He just looks at her like, Really? <laughs> and then like, and, oh, what was okay. the other? The other meme somebody posted, they said when Queen Emma told Renner that oh, she, she stinks like, dragon. like dragon, dragon, that was a black mother's equivalent of "you smell like outside." <laughs> and I was telling my kids that, and before I even got to the punchline, they were like, "You smell like outside." I was like, "Okay, y'all knew what it was." So yeah, that that was funny, but um, I again amazing episode I loved it I absolutely loved it I was like this was one of those episodes where I was looking for the next one afterwards because you know with Netflix you get everything at once you don't on HBO which is cool because it gives us time to rewatch the episode and to kind of think about it because Game of Thrones in any form book the TV show this new spinoff it gives you a lot to think about and a lot to process, and I think I think I don't want to say the impact of the show I think would be lessened if we got them all at one time, but I feel like this is a grand meal, and we need to savor each course instead mm-hmm. of rushing through it like a buffet.
1: Remember mm-hmm. what drove what drove Game of Thrones when it first started was the Monday morning discussions about what happened last night on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It became remember we always talked about appointment TV. Everybody had to watch Game of Thrones mm-hmm. on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So everybody could talk about it
0: oh, Monday the morning if it were cool. Because there were there were no spoiler warners if you didn't watch it that's even, on you.
1: That's on you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It, that night because even if you were like on the message board or Facebook if you weren't watching it at 9 o'clock, at 10 o'clock, you're going to be spoiled. <laughs>
0: and if you're on the West Coast, don't be on Twitter, don't
1: be on Twitter. until
0: mm-hmm. 9 o'clock your time. Because mm-hmm. you will get spoiled. Like, hella spoiled from 9 one until.
1: Yeah. So, I think hopefully, well, not hopefully, but maybe that will help drive this show as well. Mm-hmm. People talking about it on Monday
0: i'm ready for it Mm -hmm.
1: and and they spared no expense
0: they really didn't
1: and also covid
0: with these shows i mean even the um there was another spinoff that they had started filming they actually filmed a pilot episode i think i read somewhere that it cost them almost 30 million dollars to film this pilot episode and then they scrapped it, which I'm really pissed about because Jamie Campbell Bower was supposed to be in it. And I was really looking forward to it. And maybe now That's that it. he's getting all of this, you know, all of this recognition now for Stranger Things, maybe they'll go back and say,
3: hey, you know what? Maybe we can
0: bring that back to play. I would love it. But yeah, they they didn't spare any expense on this.
1: And the other thing I noticed how we watched new shows that were filmed during covid you can kind of tell mm-hmm. uh, i couldn't really tell with this one because nope. they had large crowd scenes i don't know if they did it with special effects or whatever or how right. they filmed it but it seemed like pre-covid stuff
0: you couldn't waiting. fake that brothel scene with cgi no nope. either one of them <laughs> you know, however with, the, with the, the whores credit. and the lick spitters
1: I, for one split single I was lick splitter. I had to work that in my head a few times to figure out what that was.
2: It's so sad. I just got it now. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I we watched it twice, I was like, "What?
3: Okay, never
2: mind. I'll figure it out later." Now I get it.
1: I'm sitting right You could ask me. No,
2: I mean it just said it so quickly, and I'm like, "Okay, just." Oh,
1: or is yeah. the lick splitters.
2: I just hollered. I hollered.
1: Yeah. <laughs> For a second, I had to turn it over in my head. I was like, oh, okay.
2: Yeah. 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 So but however, when you look at the credits, there's like a full page of uh COVID advisor, COVID testers, COVID PA. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they worked it out.
0: Yeah. Cause I know on some on some sets, even here, like I know The Walking Dead has very, very strict COVID um protocols on their sets some of these people they're testing every single day you know some twice a day because you never know when you're going to pick this thing up yeah
1: mm-hmm. and so, even watching the same man, you can tell that they show up did not have too many people on set during, <laughs>
3: during well, with that
0: show they really didn't need it mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: they really didn't need it but this one it felt like game of thrones it did. yep so I mean, even just the sets, I don't know if they use the same sets or if they had to rebuild new sets. That throne room is insane. That throne room is, is insane. Oh, so let's talk about this. The sword that King Viserys has on his back that's not healing. He says that he got it, you know, it's a cut from one of the swords on the Iron Throne. I read a theory somewhere. Somebody was wondering if the reason why it's not healing is because he's being poisoned. And I was like, how would that happen? And somebody said, well, remember, Damon was sitting in the throne when Raynera came into the throne room. Maybe there was something he was putting on it. And I was like, I don't know, because I don't feel like he would... I don't feel like he wants... The crown bad enough to kill his brother again. I feel like there is some genuine
2: brotherly love there,
0: but that damn auto, Otto...
2: yeah. I'm gonna say auto. Uh, I will uh, put on it past the other him. hand, I yeah.
1: would not put the
2: pass on. And King Viserys got cut again when he was sitting the last time he was on uh-huh. there, he got cut on his hand, so it's cutting him up.
1: Well, if if you read the lore of the 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 throne, mm-hmm. they all get, they always get cut. Yeah. The the throne is not meant to be comfortable.
3: Mm-mm.
1: And and you, if you sit in it, you are going, going to get cut.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're sitting on literally on a throne of mm-hmm. swords. Yeah. But he's not healing from his cuts, and that's the problem. No, that's the problem. Somebody was like, "Does he have diabetes?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like. I don't- I was about to say that, like he have a condition, it's not gonna heal.
1: It it, it just be bad infection because it's pussy and it's this is it's nasty. Mm-hmm. It
0: is very much so.
1: But they also, you know they they could be, he could be hemophiliac. I mean, he could really just not have clotting. He just may have issues with that. That could contribute to his children always dying.
3: Mm. You're right.
1: I mean, there's when you do enough inbreeding, you're gonna have some weird, crazy issues. That
3: is true. That
1: pop up, which I'm not really not poisoning because I would not put it past Otto High Tower, not one bit. I wouldn't put it past him having the Maesters kill all those babies either. Mm. I would not put it past him.
2: Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Now I wonder. What was in that little scroll
1: Otto high tower sent to the Citadel? Um <laughs> you, you know this isn't the Citadel is in um the reach. It's in Old Town. So the Macers and the High have been pretty close for a while.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: in, anyway, that's that's just mm. not a theory, just they like, just <laughs>
3: No theories.
1: No okay. theories here. It's too early for theories, guys. We're, we're not. We're not there yet. I know Mike would disagree, but we're not there yet.
0: He probably would. He probably would. We'll <laughs> ask him when he comes back from his vacation. It's,
1: it's, it's, it's never too early for theories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: But uh, the last thing I want to say, going back to this auto high tower, just because this scene is playing in the background, the fact that you have your daughter there and you know you ask her about right how she's doing and she was like well she lost her mother and you're sitting there and you're comforting your child like i thought of your own mother today like you're really this doting father and then you literally back off from her and like so i think you should go give the king some comfort and she's looking at him like you mean in his chambers he was like <laughs> yeah.
1: oh and by the way put on your mama's dress
0: somebody was like why is he telling her to put on her mama's dress I said because he about to whore his daughter out to the king
2: right she was like oh I was hoping that wasn't the reason yes mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: and then how she walked in there she had that book clutched to her chest I can read you a story
0: I, I would rather her read him a story but and and it was a historical book so I feel yeah you know, yeah, maybe she
2: did the right thing. She was like, Let me take a book. But she had that book clutched to her chest. Like, this is I, not what I, I want to do. I'm
1: sure she knows what she's supposed to do. Yeah. I'm sure she knows.
2: But he looking like, oh, oh why are you in here? First of all, I love his hobby. And how long did that take him? <laughs> and he is very skilled at it. Yes, he is. Because I'm sitting here looking
0: at him now like he's got a drag he he literally has carved a model of the Red Keep and there's a dragon sitting on top. And I was like, look at the, de- the detail in this thing. And it's huge. It's, yeah. Can can I have that kind of talent? Yeah. Like, awesome. like other kings that we've seen in the show, when they get bored, they go deal with their whores and all this other stuff. This Drink. dude, this dude, is carving a stone replica of his kingdom. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Rhaegar was a musician, and a very good musician. He was going okay. around singing and making money, singing. So
0: okay, singing. Yep. But again, I love this episode. I'm so excited for this series. Like I, I feel that same excitement that I felt mm-hmm. when Game of Thrones started. Like again I'm looking forward to the next episode I'm waiting to see what they' what they're doing I'm like okay like last night no lie I almost got on the chat and be like okay does anybody want a podcast tonight <laughs> it was like 11:30 and I had just watched it for the second time it's like I think we can get yeah because I don't go to bed till like two anyway so we <laughs> I was literally plotting like okay oh because
1: then- I, I had said I had said oh don't don't you want to talk about this show like I-
0: Absolutely. I was about to message you and be like, are you talking about tonight? Because we can do tonight. And I was like, nope, Michelle, not about to cuss me out and be like, yo, we got to go to work in the morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would have done it. I would have done it because I I said we should have done it today that's why i was like i'm doing it with hanukkah mm-hmm. everybody else can everybody else can jump on later
0: right because was i like, was thinking oh
1: man i want to do it but i got stuff to do i said well we're doing it nine o'clock okay i think i can make it i think yeah, I, can make I was it. rushing
0: because <laughs> we were because i was for some reason i got <clears throat> it in my head i was like okay we'll record a walking dead tonight and then I was then her and casey were like no isn't that tomorrow i was like oh that is tomorrow i was like okay well I have some time i can sit here and do this or i can do that and i was like no hey anybody want to record tonight anthony was like I, yep
1: i can <laughs> <laughs> you didn't I mean, say a number The word.
0: i mean sometimes we got to do it mike is out of town till next thursday that's a whole week and a half i can't i can't do wow. it wow i can't i was like there is no way i'm going to be able to hold this for a week and a half. And then, mm-hmm. especially when he comes back,
3: Dude, it'll be time for
0: so. me to go to Dragon Con because yeah. my first day at Dragon Con starts on Thursday night, my first panel. But the fun thing is, too, I found out quite by accident when I downloaded the schedule yesterday that I am also on the House of Dragons panel on Sunday. I, saw that. I was like, yes, that's awesome. So, yes, I get to talk about the show. At Dragon Con, in addition to us doing the podcast recording. So, yay. yeah, I'm excited.
2: I'm so excited for both of you guys being on that track. I'm so excited. The High Fantasy track. Yes. I am. Yes.
3: You have
1: too. had issues with that. But track, I'm but... excited. That's yeah, what we're I am about. too. I'm excited too.
2: Yes.
0: So, so we're going to do a separate uh, episode about Dragon Con coming up and then we'll do a follow up. But, um, I guess for. House of Dragons episode one. Do you guys have any final thoughts?
1: I, I'm excited for the show. Um, I'm ready to see where this, this is going to
2: take us. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm excited to be back in this world. Yes. And with a new story. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes.
0: I agree with both of those. So on that note, that is it for our show. You can find us online at www.phantomhybrid.com. We are on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel and listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.